Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 1278, Frugal Shaming and Financial One-Upmanship by J.D. Roth of GetRichSlowly.org. And I'm Dan reading you the best personal finance blogs on the web. I'm here every single day doing that. And if you enjoy this idea of reading blogs to you for free, it would be great if you could share this podcast with somebody. Today, you can do that by emailing them or texting them a link to oldpodcast.com slash listen, or even better, if you're able to subscribe them to the podcast right on their smartphone. It's a really big help to us to help us keep this show going and growing. For now, let's hear today's post as we start optimizing your life. Frugal Shaming and Financial One-Upmanship by J.D. Roth of GetRichSlowly.org Yesterday, a group of Portland personal finance bloggers got together at a local bar for slushy margaritas and a chat about money. It's always good to hang out with the FinCon folks. I used to think of them as virtual friends, but more and more, they're my real friends. Much of our conversation centered on our personal lives. We talked about dieting and going dry. We talked about mutual friends. We talked about how my bike developed a flat tire during the ride to the bar and how I'd need to find some place to repair it before heading home. As part of my year-long quest to reduce my driving, I rode four miles through the cold and rain to meet my friends. We also talked about the business of blogging, of course. James suggested some advertising networks I should try. Emma and Monica mentioned some work they're doing for clients. We all talked about how and where we work. I've begun hunting for dedicated office space in my neighborhood, Working from home is just too distracting, but I'm having a tough time finding anywhere affordable. Naturally, this led to a conversation about frugality. Frugal shaming and financial one-upmanship. I've been to some Mr. Money Mustache meetups around the country, one person said. It's such a different vibe from this group. Here we are talking about how we earn and spend money, and I don't feel like anyone is judging anybody else. But for whatever reason, sometimes in the MMM group, not always, but sometimes, There's a competition to see who can spend less. What do you mean? I asked. Like, if you were to ride your bike to a meetup, there'd be somebody else who had walked there, or ridden a greater distance, or somebody who said they hadn't driven all month. And then there'd be somebody else who'd say they don't even own a car. Then there'd be another person who'd say they've never owned a car. Ah, so it's a sort of frugal one-upmanship, I said. Exactly. It's like a badge of honor to see who's most hardcore, said our friend. I guess that's better than competing to see who can spend the most, said another blogger. It is, agreed our friend, but it can go too far. A lot of times it turns into frugal shaming. Frugal shaming? asked another member of the group. Usually when we talk about frugal shaming, we're referring to folks who look down on others for being too cheap or miserly with their money. It was clear that our friend meant something different. Yeah, you know, stuff like, I can't believe you just paid $8 for that glass of wine. Or, I can't believe you drive to work. Or, I can't believe you pay so much for your apartment. It goes from comparing success stories to talking trash about other people because they make different choices. Yikes, I said. 
that's dangerous. That kind of stuff is often counterproductive. No kidding, it kills the conversation because people get scared to speak up. They don't want to be judged and found wanting, and it especially turns off new people. When people first discover financial independence, they're excited by the possibilities. They come to these meetups to share their enthusiasm with like-minded folks. But if their first experience is all this frugal shaming, it makes them feel bad. It leaves a sour taste in their mouth. They thought they'd stumbled on a great new way of life and they're testing the waters, but instead they're made to feel bad for not immediately diving into the deep end. They come once, but never return. I love the financial independence subreddit, but they can fall into that same trap too, I said. It's like they think there's only one way to do this, and if you choose a different path, then somehow you're doing it wrong. That's one of the reasons I try to talk about how there's no one right way to be financially independent, I said. We each have different wants and needs. We each have different desires and preferences. Plus, we each come to these ideas from different places. I discovered smart money management late in life, but maybe you discovered it earlier. Depending on where we start, our paths to increased frugality and economic efficiency are going to look different, you know? Yep, said our colleague. But for some reason, some mustachians don't get that. A lot of them think you should be hardcore from the get-go, and if you aren't, they're not shy about telling you what they think. Maybe it comes from Pete's online persona, all of the the punch-you-in-the-face stuff. He's certainly not like that in person. Apples to apples. From there, the conversation moved on, but I spent the rest of the afternoon thinking about frugal shaming and financial one-upmanship. In many ways, this is simply the inverse of keeping up with the Joneses. Most Americans fall into a trap where they compare their situation with their friends and neighbors, and that leads them to spend more in an endless cycle of consumerism. In this case, folks are still comparing themselves to others, but they're taking things in a different direction. That direction might be better for their pocketbooks and for the environment overall, but it's no less damaging to their psyches and the psyches of those around them. I don't think it's bad to look at how other people handle money. Doing so gives you some sort of baseline. It lets you understand how the mass of people live. The problem comes when you begin judging others and yourself in comparison. If you want to compare, then compare with yourself. Compare your present habits with your past and your future. Challenge yourself to become more efficient. If you're spending $4,500 per month to fund your lifestyle, aim to spend only $4,000 per month by the end of the year. Then try to cut that to $3,500 a month. Identify your problem spots and work to fix them. This is exactly what my 2017 spending project is all about. I want to compare my actual current habits with my past habits and with my ideal habits. I want to find financial leaks, both big and small, and I want to fix them. But I have zero interest in comparing my habits with anyone else. And honestly, I'm trying not to beat myself up when I do identify things that are broken. What's the point in self-recrimination? Frugal shaming yourself is just as pointless as frugal shaming others. Instead, when I find an issue, I flag it and then I fix it. Am I paying too much for my cell phone? I make a note to cut the costs the next time I handle my finances. Am I spending too much on dining out? I start looking for ways to reduce the frequency and expense of restaurant meals. But I learned long ago that there's no sense in telling myself I'm stupid or weak or a spendthrift. All that does is make me feel guilty, which usually leads to more spending. You just listened to the post titled Frugal Shaming and Financial One-Upmanship by J.D. Roth of GetRichSlowly.org. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. 
Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. It goes without saying that a lot of people don't know where to start when it comes to investing. Many think you need a lot of money to invest. Some put off investing because it doesn't seem urgent. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing for your future. You don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest with Acorns. In fact, you can get started with just your spare change. Acorns recommends an expert-built portfolio that fits you and your money goals, then automatically invests your money for you. And I love Acorns because I feel that this type of automation is exactly the boost needed for the many people who like the idea of investing, but haven't felt ready to begin for whatever reason. So head to acorns.com OFD or download the Acorns app to start saving and investing for your future today. Paid non-client endorsement may not be representative of all clients. Tier one compensation provided. Compensation provides an incentive to positively promote Acorns. View important disclosures at acorns.com OFD. Investing involves risk, including the loss of principal. Please consider your objectives, risk tolerance, and Acorns fees before investing. Acorns Advisors, LLC. Acorns is an SEC-registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are provided to clients of Acorns by Acorns Securities, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC. For more information, visit acorns.com. And that should do it for another edition of Optimal Finance Daily. I will be back with you tomorrow as usual. So I'll see you there in the Wednesday show where your optimal life awaits.